go to a track, most of the time, at the end of a day, on a hot summer's day or whatever it is, the track's going to be quickest at the end of the day. In Zanvoort, it's got a mind of its own. Peter. Yo, 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 everyone. Welcome back to the show. Well, what's everybody thinking of Formula One this year, huh? Let's have a look at... Let's have a look at the rest of the season and what to, to prepare for. I'm, I'm, I'm quite excited about this one today. As much as I love Spa, and if you heard my last episode the way I was going on about Spa, I'm obsessed with that place. Zanvoort, the next race coming up, is my home circuit. Now, I'm an Irish guy, Irish driver, but actually, people would say Mondello was the place where I used to race for in, in Ireland. But actually, guys, Zandvoort in Holland, it was my track. It was definitely my home track. Still is my home track, if I ever think of a home track. Uh, I spent a lot of time there. And we won't get into it too much today, because we're going we're gonna to wait at least. Now, we have a bit of a summer break, as a lot of you know. Uh, let me just double-check the schedule first here now, just to make sure. And August 25th to the 27th. That is Zandvoort, the Netherlands. So we've got a bit to go here. We've got a, a good few weeks to, to have a bit of a break. So before we talk to, uh, before we get to Zandvoort, obviously we'll do the normal. We'll do a preview of the race, what to expect. We'll go through the corners in a lot more detail. But I will just talk about it a little bit here today because I'm getting very excited. <laughs> getting very, very excited. <coughs> Excuse me. Zandvoort actually is one of those tracks that. It's um, it's actually an advantage for all the Formula One drivers right now, simply because none of them know the track. No, none of them have circuit knowledge around there, so they're all coming from the same starting point. And it's funny because turn three. Now, guys, let me just actually I'm going to share my screen with you here now. Bear with me. And okay, here we go. So you can see here, guys, where my mouse is, right? Turn, if, by the way, if you're listening on uh, Spotify or Apple, I'm just going through the, the track here, but I'll obviously do my best to explain it. So turn three is very, very important. Um, it's not the most important corner on the track. Basically, turn seven. Now, if you can see it here on the screen, guys. So turn seven is the long right-hander going downhill very tight the cars i mean it's it's amazing the the size of formula one cars these days they're they're huge they're absolute they're colossal so even for those cars going through turn seven it's (laughs) it's fucking tight and you should check it out on youtube guys because even when you watch the onboard i mean it's it's a fucking tight track it really is especially for these cars but turn seven, turn eight, and turn nine are, is definitely the most important part of this track. And I know this because this is my home track, baby. And you see, normally I'd be singling out one corner, but for some, it's kind of weird. Seven, eight, nine, they all flow. There's just this beautiful rhythm to, to all three corners. It really does feel like one corner altogether. I mean, it's it's great. It really is, because the most important part thing about turn 
seven, eight, nine is you've got to be smooth going downhill in turn seven. You've got to keep it nice and smooth. Keep those engine revs up because you are going downhill. You're, you're gaining momentum going down as well. And you're going into turn eight. Now, turn eight, probably the F1 boys, depending on their gearing, of course, they'll probably go through seven in seventh gear, I would think, really. Um, maybe eighth, but probably seventh. And they're going to probably jump down two gears, I would think, going into turn eight, and then another two going into nine. So they're going in seventh, in turn seven, they're probably going through in seventh. In turn eight, they're probably going through in fifth gear. And turn nine, they're probably going in third. But again, depending on their gearing. But uh, that would that would definitely seem like the the safe play here. Now, when you're going through seven, like I said, downhill, keep the revs up. Once you're going through turn eight, now the curb and the inside, you can just about ride that. I mean, like the outside of turn eight is coming out on the outside of the bend now. It can be a bit dodgy, so you gotta be very careful of not carrying too much speed in. You just keep it smooth, really. That's what it's all about. Carry the speed in turn eight. Keep it nice and smooth. Turn nine, you go from fifth to third. That's what I'm thinking they're gonna probably do. And you really gotta just keep it smooth. Keep it smooth, because also running into turn 10, which is a long left-hand sweeping bend, Got to keep the speed up too. Not as important as 789, because turn 10 is quite easy, I have to say. Uh, you just fucking put the shoe down, carry the speed in as much as you can. And it's such a long, wide part of the track that it feels like it goes on forever. Now, I think um, Red Bull, they're definitely going to be the, the ones to beat around here, there's no doubt about it. Now, obviously, for the next Grand Prix, we'll do an onboard, right? We'll, we'll discuss it in a lot more detail. Um, and I, it's great now that we're, we're doing it these days. So, Zandvoort, it's like a karting track for the Formula One cars now. Uh, it's a great track. I think they all enjoy it. They definitely enjoy it. There's, there's a nice flow to Zandvoort. It's just by the beach as well. So it's funny because a lot of the uh, the sand gets blown up onto the track. And so the track can, can always change midway through the day. I mean, for instance, when you go to a track, most of the time, at the end of a day, on a hot summer's day or whatever it is, the track's going to be quickest at the end of the day. In Zandvoort, it's got a mind of its own. It could be slow as hell by the end of the day. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's always very... Um, you you got to keep on your toes. I mean, I do remember even some of the days I was around there, we would be going until 5 o'clock in the afternoon, beautifully summer, hot day, wind would kick up or this or that, and 2 o'clock, you could have done your fastest lap of the, of the day. All of a sudden, come half 4 or 5 o'clock, you're looking at the stopwatch and going, man, what the fuck is going on here? And it's just because the track is slower. You know? So, really... <laughs> You'd have to know the track like you really would. Um, okay, so let's keep this going. Now let's have a look at the uh, the schedule, guys. And I suppose what to pr predict coming up for the next few races. Now, obviously, for every Grand Prix, we'll get into it in more detail. But I think we can just do an overall one for now. Netherlands. I mean, well, Christ, you got to be putting your money on Verstappen. 
obviously, you know, the homeboy hero, his home track, even though it wasn't necessarily his home track. He never, I don't think he actually even ever raced in Zandvoort when he was, when he was younger. Because uh, we all go different direction ways, you know, as we go. But yeah, Verstappen's looking good here. I think Hamilton and Mercedes, Russell, I think they're going to do quite well around here. They went well at Mercedes, uh, sorry, Mercedes went well at Bra- in uh, Brazil, Monaco, the last few years, the tighter tracks. So I think they're going to have, you know, and even Hungary, Lewis Hamilton put it on pole, right? Where else did he go well? Uh, I mean, Monaco, yeah, that was really, that was it. So they've done some upgrades. I think they'll do well around here. I think they'll do well. I don't think they're going to have the pace that Verstappen's going to have. I think Verstappen's going to probably put it on pole by two tenths, three tenths, which is a lifetime. But hey, we'll see, huh? We'll see. Um, After Netherlands, we're going straight into back-to-back week after. We got Italy, Monza. Well, that's going to be uh, that's going to be a fascinating one because I think McLaren could do really well around there. Ah, uh, because their their car is good at the high speed right now. Now, this isn't high speed bends per se, but this is just a high speed track. So again, the balance will they get the balance right? I would say you definitely keep your eye on Verstappen for the win at Italy. <laughs> um, and I think McLaren are going to be are going to be top, bigger bigger around there. I think they are. Uh, I don't think Mercedes are going to have it. I just don't. Uh, Singapore next, which would be a slow, tw- twistier, tighter track. Definitely, I think you're going to have Verstappen, uh, maybe Perez, maybe Verstappen up there. You will have, I think, McLaren, Mercedes. I think they're going to go well around there. Japan is next then, and I think Japan is a high-speed track. I think you're going to have Red Bull and McLaren. They're going to be the top two, I think, absolutely. Qatar, I think you're going to have Red Bull just dominate that weekend. I really I really do. Um, and I'm not painting a very good picture here, am I, guys? It just sounds like a bit boring here, what I'm saying. Uh, the US, Houston, um, McLaren, Red Bull. I think they're going to do well around here. Mexico, well, I mean, I think... I think Red Bull are going to give Perez the equipment for Mexico. I think they will this time. Now, am I right or am I wrong? Let's see, but hey, look. Keep Perez happy. Keep his sponsorship happy. Keep everybody happy. Everybody will be grand. Everything will calm down then. So I think you'll see Perez do quite well at Mexico. Brazil. Well, definitely I would keep an eye on Red Bull, of course, for Stappen. Hamilton and George Russell. As we know, Russell won here. Uh, their car definitely goes well around here. Uh, elevation change is a big is a big factor in this one. They have a good balance with elevation changes and direction change, which is going to be playing into very important. Vegas, well, 16th of 18th. Well, I think that's definitely going to be just one hell of a fucking spectacle. Mother of sweet Jesus. Guys, I've been to Vegas quite a bit in my days. The place is unbelievable anyway. I can't even imagine what Vegas is going to be like. They're going to be going down that strip <sighs> at nighttime. Christ alive. It's going to be ridiculous. Absolutely 
fucking ridiculous. Abu Dhabi? Well, you think you'll have uh, Red Bull kicking ass there? I think they're going to have a big advantage over everybody. Hi- oh, by the way, going back to Vegas. Hard to know with Vegas. Uh, haven't seen the track quite yet. Now, I must actually check it out on the, uh, the PlayStation, believe it or not. Funnily enough, you can get a great idea of a track on PlayStation. Um, remember when I was racing in Formula Ford, where there was the PS1. Yeah, we're going back that fucking far, lads. And I was racing Spa, and it actually gave me great circuit knowledge going into that weekend. I literally sat on my PlayStation for days and days and days, just watching, watching, observing, observing, getting the flow of the track. So I think, uh, yeah, I'll check that out anyway, and we'll obviously do a, a preview as well. Um... Championship predictions. Well, I mean, look, guys, Christ, it's so... Uh, Verstappen is just killing this. I mean, he's on... Let me have a look there now. Uh, his season is going bloody, bloody well here. 314 versus 189. Heavy mats here, Peter. What is that now? 114... Uh, 124, 125 points ahead. Good lord. So, guys, that's five races. Unless Perez won the next five races and got the fastest lap for each race, then he'd take the lead. Isn't that right? I think he would. And he'd only have it by four or five points. <laughs> so, I mean, Verstappen could have the fucking... The championship sewn up by, let's let's do a prediction on that one now actually guys so if he's got five races in hand right if that keeps going one two three four five he could have this wrapped up in the next four races my god there's nine to go so if he wins i mean if he wins no if he just finishes on the fucking podium for italy singapore japan Qatar, does that give him the championship win Maybe... Oh, I, I can't even think here now, guys, but it, it gets him close enough. He may have to do one more round, but I would say now, guys, I think if he actually wins the next three out of four and he finishes on the podium for one of the next four, it's all over. It's a done deal. Like, absolutely done fucking deal. Jesus. There hasn't been a championship like this that actually would... Would uh, would would get to this to this level where it's wrapped up this early, or maybe Hamilton did. Not sure, but man, guys, it's gonna be. Um, I mean, there's been some drama here, hasn't there? Though, in fairness, there's been some good drama here throughout the year. It really has, and I think it's gonna be more. It's gonna be fascinating to find out what they'll do with Perez. Will they give him the set the equipment? Because I'm telling you now, guys and girls, he ain't getting the fucking equipment. Okay. Now, you could say Verstappen Perez, Verstappen would maybe have an edge over Perez. You could say that if they were two tenths away from each other. One to two tenths away. Now, yes, Perez has made some mistakes. He's hit the wall in Monaco. He's had this, he's had that. The team even made a mistake. The team and Perez made a mistake in Silverstone. Or maybe it wasn't a fucking mistake. You never know. So, you just don't know what's going to happen. Um, it's looking good for Verstappen, but hey, this is Formula One, baby. 
You never know. You never know. And I think it's going to be very fascinating to find out, can McLaren bring the fight to the, to the top teams? Obviously not Red Bull. You know, it would be great to see McLaren get the top, top podium again, you know. Um, I think so. There's going to be plenty of action. And we've got Vegas coming up. I mean, Jesus. We've got Japan coming up, which is always a brilliant one. Uh, Singapore, fantastic scenery there. The track looks quite fucking hard, i got to say. But it looks a cool track. It really does. So, yeah. Let's just leave it there, guys, today. And uh, we'll be back. We're going to be discussing more Formula 1. Any more news as well in the next uh, few weeks with the summer break. We'll obviously have another another chat. And, uh, yeah. Looking forward to the rest of the year. See you later, guys. Bye-bye.